Okay. Hello and good evening. Welcome to another weekly episode of Feature Planner Presence Live AMA. Stay tuned with us throughout the session to shoot out your intriguing questions and to win those exciting prizes. Today, amidst us, we have Mr. Suresh Maiwin, the lead .NET developer at leading Canadian bank, Toronto, Canada. He anchors 10 plus years of experience in software development on various large scale and entire projects in banking and financial domain on .NET, Windows, and web-based applications. He has also worked with BMO Financial Group, Tata Consultancy Services, and T-Rex Corporation as a lead software developer. Suresh, we are delighted that you joined us today. Welcome to Featurepreneur Presence Live AMA. Hi, thank you. Thank you very much for the opportunity for CSP on the team. Okay, the pleasure is ours, definitely, Suresh. Uh, to start off with, Suresh, can you please introduce yourself to our interns? Yeah, sure. Um, my name is Suresh Maravan, and I've been working in IT for for more than 15 years now. So I started my career with TCS, and I have traveled many places, like um, maybe many countries, I would say. And I've been working in .NET. Uh, my core technology or my core um, work always in .NET, Microsoft .NET, and Currently, like I'm working one of the bank in, in Toronto, which uh, is called TD Bank. So before TD Bank, I was working in BMO and TCS, and before TCS, I was working in DLX Corporation US. And before DLX, I was some, I was there in in Colombia for some time, uh, South America. So overall, I have like around 15 years of experience. Uh, my core technology is .NET. And recent days, I've been into uh, big data, cloud, and all the new technologies. Okay, that was a very edifying uh, intro, Suresh. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, so to begin with, let me uh, begin with a very basic question on .NET. What is Microsoft .NET basically used for? And what are the important aspects of .NET? So... .NET, it is, it is uh, started around like in, in year 2000, where .NET and, and Java, they were like uh, computers. Like, um, so since I started my career in, in Windows, um, .NET became easier for me to start with. So in .NET, uh, .NET, and again, like in .NET, we have VB.NET, C-Sharp, like uh, different languages. And uh, I, I was, a little bit familiar with VB, so I started with .NET. So .NET is a framework uh, where you can develop any any type of application, like either Windows, Web, Batch File, Web API, or, or anything, whatever you want in the world, mobile development and, and more. Um, so as, like lots of um, folks use uh, Java, and at the same time, people using .NET. And recent days, there are lots of new technologies, especially used for web development and big data, for instance, Python, and, and a lot of new technologies. So it is good to be good in all the languages, um, but to be good in one core technology, like either it's a Java, or, or, or uh, Python, would be good for the career. So to answer your question, .NET is a framework where you can develop uh, any type of application, Windows, Web, 
Okay, uh, thanks for sharing that. So as you were mentioning, you mentioned like uh, C Sharp, Java. So what are the several programming languages that is basically supported by .NET Framework? So can you throw some light on it? Yeah, sure. So in .NET Framework, uh, especially like when, when it comes to .NET, people always go for C Sharp. So which is uh, like most of the people will be familiar with C Sharp and, and predominantly like people use C Sharp. Um, apart from Shisha, we have VB.NET. And, uh, and also we have most of the languages supported in, in .NET. Like, uh, and when I call Shisha, Shisha is like, uh, it is very close to Java. If you are familiar in Java, like it's very much easier to pick up uh, Shisha. And other languages are like uh, VB.NET. And, and, and any language you can like, you are familiar with, like you have, you can develop whatever language you are familiar with and and actually .NET or CLR, which convert them to a common machine language. So uh, there are two languages, which is very familiar or which is very, uh, like very much people use or Shisha on maybe.net. Okay, uh, that was interesting. And the next question uh, from me is that what is the major difference that we see in .NET Core and .NET Framework? Um, okay, so .NET Core, um, it is, it's as it says, like it's core, like it, it is very lightweight and uh, people use it for, I mean like, so the, when you go for like, Framework, it is like it has lots of other like dot, uh, .NET related um, supporting libraries. But when you go for uh, core, it is very lightweight, and also it is like uh, that. And core is open source, so that like it is much easier to develop and develop. Um, um, since we have like Python and other web uh, API and, and lots of new programming languages, uh, .NET. Uh, like Microsoft brought in like .NET Core, which is to compete with uh, other uh, like open source systems. Okay, all right. Uh, so uh, so let, let me just go a little off topic here and ask you a very personal question. So what are your hobbies and what do you do in your leisure time? Oh, okay. So my hobbies are usually like, uh, Watching Netflix, uh, playing playing games with my friends, uh, okay. visiting families, friends, and I do watch a lot of stuff in Netflix. Okay, basically binge watching and all that. So, what do you like uh, the most about Canada? I like everything pretty much except the weather. I've been in Canada for the last 10 years. And so uh, the summer is like really, uh, like summer is a real fun where we go and make friends, play, play around. Um, winter is like a little harsh here so because the weather is always falling between below like 15, 20, or like it's always negative, always negative. But even people started liking, like even our folks started liking winter, go around and play like um, like ice game. Like for 
snow. Uh, ice hockey or, or any like snow events, lots of snow events. So what I like here um, is the summer. Summer is really fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's just the opposite, opposite for us here. We we don't prefer summers. Yeah, it's, it's pretty hot back in India. That's interesting. You guys are getting adapted to the uh, winters as well. Uh, anyways, uh, coming back, um, Suresh, you worked with the TCS as a lead software developer and later with a Deluxe Corporation as senior software developer. Uh, so sp- uh, please speak to us about the work culture and the experience you gained at these places. Yeah, so I started in TCS around 2000, 2007, yeah, 2007, sorry, 2005. Um, so when I started, uh, like, when I started, like, I was kind of a um, junior developer. And at the time, again, like, I was uh, familiar or starting, starting with .NET. Um, so the work, so at that time, like, when I was, uh, so young and, and starting my career, I used to put a lot of effort. I used to work for like 10, 12 hours every day. And I used to have a very good rapport with my uh, leads, develop, uh, like other colleagues and my manager. Um, I've been doing a lot of hard work, um, or hard work as well as like I've been learning all the languages. Um, and I had an opportunity to travel around uh, like to Colombia, uh, that where I was working one of the finance projects for for the government. Um, yeah, I was I was traveling to Colombia and stayed there for two years. And uh, when I came back, and again I was working sometimes in in Chennai, and and then I had another opportunity to go to US, uh, which is uh, Deluxe Corporation. So Deluxe Corporation is there. They do lots of uh, like they are. Collaboratively working with banks, and they they do a lot of uh, bank banking and financial uh, like solutions. Uh, one of their main major uh, business is to print checks. So other time, uh, maybe not not these days. Uh, those times, like people primarily using like the checks. Uh, so their their business is to be like check printing, and and also they venture into multiple like uh, there are lots of other financial uh, solutions they used to provide. So they're closely working with all the banks. So I was I was there for some time in US, uh, Minneapolis with uh, Delec Corporation. Um, yeah, there I was working on the uh, financial applications. And and then I again, I went back to India and came to Canada and I'm here for the last 10 years. Um, here I've been like solely working on the banks, like uh, local banks and in IT. Okay, so yours have been a very inspiring journey and uh, and you've had a lot of experience. Uh, we, we also see that you did your master's in computer science uh, from the Madras University, and later you were like you worked as a software developer, and then we see a uh, we see a transition to finance. So, how was the transition, and why was the transition from IT to a financial sector? Yeah, um, though I like I, I won't say like I'm completely into finance now, but I am I am I'm into finance, but I still do a lot of work on the IT. Um, so when I started, like uh, again, probably like uh, Delex, when I 
when I was working in Dilex, that was the time like I started learning or, or my interest came into finance sector. Um, so that's where I started doing like gaining a lot of uh, domain knowledge on the finance. And then uh, like slowly I started from there. And when I came to Canada, especially like the, the first bank I was working called BMO, Bank of Montreal. So that's where my core work, uh, the applications which I was working on, like everything on the on the finance sector. So, and then my interest uh, went on to finance uh, more and more. And still, I'm with the bank, uh, doing a lot of uh, financial. Like I'm, I'm still, I'm learning a lot of things on finance and bank, banking and financial. But still, I, I'm, I'm doing my work or my core work is in, in IT, especially like um, uh, right now, I'm switching over to cloud, especially cloud Azure, Microsoft Azure. Yeah, but my domain knowledge or, or my knowledge after IT is more on finance. Um, and uh, I closely work with a lot of folks, a lot of my business partners, they all are in, in um, in core banking, uh, they are like uh, they are customer facing their business users, and that's where I st- like started gaining a lot of knowledge and interest in into finance, banking and finance. Okay, uh, all right. Uh, so uh, as you were saying, you worked in India, you worked in Canada, you worked in Colombia. So what was the big uh, work culture differences that you noticed when you worked in these different places? Right. So, yeah, it's it's different. different it's very different uh, compared to different regions, uh, especially it comes with our culture, right? So. In India, we usually start work. Maybe uh, I'm not generalizing, but uh, it depends, right? Like some people start work at eight o'clock or nine o'clock, and they uh, like slag, like they put a lot of effort, like they stay until seven or eight, and even some people go home and work. Um, so when I was started working, like I was working like twelve to fourteen hours per day in India. And when I went to Colombia, it was not like that. So especially Colombia or US or even in Canada, they are like follow most of like mostly the Western culture. Uh, it's like people come early, like come early around eight o'clock and they sign off at four or five o'clock. So the work culture or work life balance uh, compared to India here, it's much better, I would say. Um, but at the same time, um, when I was in, in India, or even people like people like us, we always work a lot, and that's how we brought up and and we have been doing a lot of put a lot of effort. That's why also, that's one of the reasons also we are how how we are doing great or good in technologies or especially IT. I won't say like uh, you have to spend all your time working. At the same time, like you will have to have work life balance. That's very very critical for, for your health and your, your family and, and, your, and everything. So that is always there in, in Western countries, like countries like Canada or, or the US. That's, that's a little bit of challenge in India, but I think it will change. 
Yeah, it's true. It is a little bit of challenge in India. We have long working hours and that's one scary thing uh, for everybody who is working. Yeah, thanks for sharing that because we were not aware about the work life, how it's balanced in Colombia and Canada. But anyways, uh, my next question is if someone has to begin their career in .NET or has a .NET developer, what uh, should they start off with or what should where should they begin and what should they learn first? Yeah, actually, like, there are lots and lots of materials we have, like, lots of uh, learning um, uh, portals, uh, for for instance, like, Udemy, or there are lots of places where we can start with even, like, Microsoft, uh, that Microsoft, Microsoft site itself, Microsoft portal itself, uh, yeah, good place to start with. Um, so, if your knowledge is good in, like, she's, C++, C Sharp, or Java, and it, it's good to start with C Sharp. And if you're more familiar with VB, then it, you can start programming in VB.net. Um, so to start, if if you're interested or if you want to start .NET or .NET framework, the Microsoft portal is the best place to start with. And also like YouTube or even lots of other um, learning portals where you can start with. There are lots of materials available on the internet. So yeah. So also there there are lots of things getting changed, uh, evolving like every day. Um, since uh, since we start like Azure or Microsoft Cloud came into picture, like they are dominating um, everywhere now. Like all the organizations or or even small institutes or everyone started adapting like cloud. Cloud, Azure Cloud, and so let's we have uh, Amazon Cloud. Um, so with cloud implementation, like .NET also playing a major role. Um, that's like because .NET is their core programming language for Microsoft, so they always prefer to use .NET everywhere, wherever they they, uh, they there are opportunities. So it is good to start .NET .NET like. I won't say like uh, any specific language, like whether either to just to stay with .NET or, or Python or, so start learning everything, like not everything, like it, it, it have to be like uh, XP, like expertise in some, something like either .NET or, or Python or Java and, and start learning all the new technologies, like whatever comes to the market and whatever new things we have to learn, like we have to uh, just, to survive and also to go higher in, in career for everything, yeah. We have to keep learning. All right, that's very true. We have to keep learning. And thank you so much for sharing that with our interns. So uh, Suresh, what are the uh, current projects that you've been working on right now? Um, currently, like, I am like, uh, as I said, like I was into BMO before, and right now I am with another bank called uh, TD, uh, um, where uh, so here I've, I've been doing like uh, lots of uh, COTS applications. COTS applications called like uh, we uh, uh, we purchase like uh, products from different uh, service providers, and we we provide them the infrastructure. For instance, we go to cloud and on the cloud, we, we have to install their applications. Um, 
So there are different various uh, applications I am working, I'm supporting and I'm, I'm collaboratively working with my business as well as the service providers. And I, um, I am on the, on the spot where I, I create all these servers, cloud servers, and um, like install, deploy their applications and provision these applications to our business to test. And uh, test the applications and if there are any issues, I connect with uh, our service providers or the vendors. Also, we have lots of uh, in-house applications which we do a lot and also uh, we do some enhancement support, uh, production support and yeah. So there are a lot of things like not just one application or one project, there are various, various uh, applications and, and projects in, in place right now. Um, specifically like uh, some, some applications are like my core area is on the banking, like right now it is uh, reporting services. So where like various reports being generated at our site, um, the reports are shared uh, between like executives and some of the reports are going to the public. Yeah, um, so to be specific, there, there, some of the reports are called like shareholders reports, Cognos reports, yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of, lots of projects and existing applications, supporting existing applications. And also we are working with uh, some vendors um, like, um, like vendor, vendor products like analytics tools, reporting tools and whatever uh, in the market whatever new in the market, we just do some kind of a POC demo and we, we bring it to our business and, and yeah. Okay, very on-trend and uh, interesting projects. Uh, thank you so much uh, for speaking to us about that. Uh, my last question for you is, what is that next skill that you are dying to learn? That you really want to learn it? <laughs> what skill would that be? Yeah. Um, I'm more more interested. Like again, uh, uh, I'm started learning a lot on the cloud, and my future or, or my focus would be into um, AI type of uh, implementations like machine learning or or deep learning, and then AI and do a lot of automation on on the. Um, I have some of the. Things on my like on my um, bucket list, uh, but learning, learning cloud as well as like uh, getting um, knowledge into uh, AI and machine learning would be my my future uh, goal. Okay, thank you for sharing that. Uh, so that that was pretty much uh, from uh, my side. Uh, now it's time for the audience to shoot up their questions. Uh, uh, Suresh, I just want to tell you, all our audience are pre-final year and final year engineering students who are aspiring to extend their career in uh, machine learning, AI, and different such domains. Uh, so they will be asking you questions right now. Uh, so guys, uh, if you guys have any questions, you guys can unmute and speak to Suresh. But please make Make sure you ask one question at a time so the others would get a chance as well. So stick to one question at once. And if we have time, uh, we will still give you time to shoot out your other questions. So 
anybody, if you have questions, you can ask Suresh Dao. Hello, sir. Hi. Yes, Divya, you're audible. Please introduce yourself and ask the question. Yes, I am Divya. I'm doing my pre-final year. Yes, uh, I got a question for you. As you are working in a banking field, uh, what are the things you do for security? Because uh, banking is the, uh, dealing with the financial uh, things are really, uh, needs more security. So what are the things you do for security uh, while developing an application as a developer? Right. Thank, thank you, Diva, for the question. Yeah. So, as a developer, like for instance, like if you are in, in like if you are developing something in .NET or if you are developing like development in Java or any other like, any languages, so your your program itself has a specific framework or or the libraries for handling the security. But apart from your program or whatever the program you are going to run. There are lots of security layers. We have it on the um, banks, or not only banks, or any institutes we have. So for instance, you are going to install something on your development area, like it, it may not be that much secure, but when you go to production, so the production, it is not easy for anyone to go and access. So there are like lots of security layers we have, for, like uh, firewall, we have uh, like, we have, uh, Lots of layers, like we call it like uh, um, red zone or like yellow zone or, or like green zone. So when it goes to production, like it, it's impossible like to go easy to access your production environment. So they, there are like lots of like every bank or every um, institute, they have their own security team. Not, not only just a security team, they have every every IT team they have, like they, they follow certain standards. And um, there are lots of things like a firewall, like scans and, and everything running on the server. So when you are doing like a development, so you should be following like what the protocol you have, especially like what the framework, what the, um, and also like, we have to, like once you do the code, like you have to scan your code, like if there are any vulnerabilities, you have fine, like you have to fix them out. And like, there are lots of rules or lots of uh, guidelines or, or, or the protocols you have to have when you are doing like your code, whatever you do the code, like it, it won't just go to the production as easily. It, it will be tested. It, they, will, they will do a scan and they will make sure like your code is uh, well protected before it goes to production. So when you start, really when you start working on the real projects or when you go to the bank or when you go to any any company, then then you will come to know in real time. There is no like a single, single like a, a specific thing I, I would say like, okay, just go and follow this specific security rules so that your program will be uh, like secure. There is no such thing. So when you are coding, like you'll be following your your own framework, and and when it gets deployed, it's a different like they follow all their security rules, and also when the servers are built, they have their their security rules, and the networking team they follow the security rules to block all the firewall rules. So it, it's not 
that easy when your program is done into the production, that's not easy like someone to hack and go there. Um, so there are various level of securities applied on the banks or any any production environment. Yeah, but but you will know, you'll come to know or when, when you start doing your program or when you start deploying something into the code, into the servers, uh, you, will, you will know all those um, security-related uh, concepts. Thank you, sir. That was really informative. Thank you, Divya. Um, anyone else? Thank you, sir. Yes, Gokul, you're audible. Yeah, thank you. Sir, as you are working in a banking sector and uh, almost every process of banking is uh, turning digitally, uh, that means uh, in online or even through a mobile. So is there really the employment of computer engineers increasing in banking sectors from the past 10 years? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. So that's where, uh, yeah, it's global, right? So that's, so when you say, um, are you, are you asking like whether it is growing or, or are you saying like, are you asking like, uh, there is no growth? No, uh, I'm asking, is it uh, the job employment of computer engineers is growing in banking, banking industry? Yes, yes, it is. And uh, like, Digitization, like it's it's becoming like a very very common right now. So, uh, whatever the legacy things we used to do in the past, like for instance, we go to the bank, we fill a lot of forms in the, in the past, and and takes a couple of days to get approved. For instance, a loan or a bank account or, or whatever, right? So, used to take a lot of time in the past, but these days, like everything you do, like just you upload your document or like we sign sign up all the things on just on the PDFs, you do everything online. So the digitization like it's, it's becoming the feature, not, not just that, also the cloud. Um, so the feature would be like, if we are not going to make use of a lot of space, we are not going to make use of all the servers what used to have, that's where like we are uh, replacing the cloud. So, and when it comes to um, uh, the banking, so, uh, Banking, like it's gonna, like it's gonna transform, yes, a lot in future, especially like down the line in ten years, it's gonna be like totally different. We may not have that many um, bank employees, like physically located on the bank um, bank station. So it's everything gonna be automated, like everything, like automation. Um, there are a lot of opportunities for the for the people who is working on the IT or people who is working like focusing on the automation. Um, or like people who's learning on the cloud DevOps, like um, so. If your goal or if you're learning on, and if your focus career focuses on the banking, like then you have to have a lot of knowledge or like start learning like uh, cloud DevOps and and uh, web APIs, like all, all like whatever comes into the market, like the new the new technologies. Um, to answer a question, yes, like the the conventional bank, whatever we have today, uh, it may or may not exist of like down the line, like after 10 years or 15 years. It's going to be like all digital. It's going to be like, it's going, it's going to change a lot. That's, that's the feature. Uh, 
thanks a lot sir it was uh, completely informative information from you thank you thank you gokul uh, anyone else ah uh, yes uh, yes sir yes. i am ishwar uh, and sir and i have i have doubt that uh, in banking sectors the security is the main concern uh, in that favor uh, is blockchain has a big growth in the field of banking um yes it is um so there are lots of uh, like things are going around especially on the blockchain uh, bitcoin and coin base coin related thing like those 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 are like we we have to have a lot of uh, time to speak about but yes in in just to answer your question yes it is like blockchain is getting traction and uh, not only blockchain like uh, the coins you know, like especially like the crypto or, or whatever the, the coins which, which we are seeing in the market they are getting more of traction and lots of uh, big institutes or or people are like even the big shots are started investing in it it is future yes it is it is going to be like uh, one of the um, major thing in future but but they have like as a retail folks or whatever like I, I, like we are not we are not having that much um like uh, capital to invest into it but again um blockchain would be the feature um it is already having a lot of impact and uh, it's already uh, we started seeing the growth um yeah um crypto blockchain all those things are are the feature but but we have to be very very careful very very careful like what we are doing on there um it it just uh, like it just come like uh, don't be afraid just go there and, and buy something and don't don't lose money on there but on the learning learning curve okay yeah go ahead and, and learn what blockchain is and there will be a lot of um, crowd on the blockchain area yes yeah thank you sir thank you uh, isha for the question I think uh, we can move on to the public questions if we are done. I believe uh, anyone else, anyone else, any more questions? Okay, I believe not. Uh, uh, Suresh, I have charted on two best questions from our uh, social media pages. And the first question is from Priya Dasha and she is asking you, what is the scope of .NET in the upcoming years? Um. yeah that right it's it started like at least 10 15 30 years ago and it's still dominating like uh, on the uh, windows development or or even on the web development so I, like we won't be able to guarantee like there is there would be something like going to dominate the future or uh, because it's it's evolving like the technology itself um, like we used to have lots of standalone servers like we had vms now we have cloud vm cloud and then cloud it's growing so just like that um just like how infrastructures and and those areas growing like also we have lots of um new things coming up on the programming side so the the like the knowledge the core knowledge whatever we gain on dotnet java or shish, like shishab.net or java or or any of the programming language languages we have 
um, it's always good. Like it's it's like just like a if and else uh, like statements and like a couple of uh, um, like syntax. What you're gonna learn from the language, but the main thing is your your um, programming skill. If you are a great programmer in Java, like you can pick up any language. So the 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 core, like main thing is your programming skills or your analytics or or like, like um, more of your programming skills. Like any language you can learn anytime, and it just it's a matter of learning the syntax. Uh, it is not just about C sharp or it's not about just the uh, Java. Um, take any language you like, any 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 platform. Like uh, either you wanna familiarize, like expertise yourself with Java then go ahead and, and learn Java. Or Python. Python is dominating a lot. Like it's it's uh, it's huge on the big data, big data world. And also like uh, when you are focusing on oh, Microsoft, Microsoft World, Microsoft Cloud, micro, like any Microsoft application, it's .NET, .NET. So it is not like whether .NET will be there like in next 10 years or 20 years. It's not like that. So. Any language, go ahead and learn and and be familiarize yourself. Be like try to be an expert on that area. And when you are expert in C sharp, when you are expert in PB or or even in in C plus plus or Java, you can you can program in any language. It's just a matter of time to learn the syntax. So don't don't be like like be specific on one one platform. Try to be a platform independent. But try to be uh, uh, specialized in some areas, like either in, in .NET or Java or, or, or whatever you want, or Python. It doesn't matter. But but in future, like we will be like, for instance, I I I, I shouldn't be saying that I am just creating uh, .NET. Sometimes if I get some work in Python, I have to do some work. Like I have to finish the work in Python. So yeah. Just focus on programming, uh, like programming skill, and and uh, just stay with any of the platforms. And yeah, you'll be. It, it's not that difficult if you are good in in uh, Amazon um, AWS. You can easily learn Azure. If you if you can learn like uh, Microsoft Azure, you can learn like Google Cloud. So it's all like uh, very well connected, and uh, it's it's not like a when when you are good in in one area and it's not difficult to learn the other thing. and also like you can't be saying like you, you won't say oh i know shishap you can't just stay only on on, on the shishap you have to learn whatever comes uh, in the market yeah all right, yeah. So, like you said, .NET has its own popularity and it takes its its special stand in the market. And uh, my next question was uh, from David, which was very similar to what you just said. It was like about uh, is uh, C sharp losing its popularity? But then we already mentioned that it's more about you expertizing in one of the languages, either Python, Java, or .NET. So I think uh, due to time constraints, I will drop that question. But uh, anyways, but today we have come to the end of this session. Uh, Suresh, it was really delighted to have you here today. Thank you so much for taking time and joining us today. Thank you so much for sharing your insights on .NET with our interns. It was 
indeed uh, informative uh, session for all our interns. So once again, on behalf of Feature Planner, I extend my sincere gratitude to you. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you so much, Tonya, for conducting the session, and, and it's, it's really awesome. Um, and thank you very much for CSP for providing the opportunity to, to be here today. The pleasure is definitely yours. Thank you. Uh, Raja, sir? Uh, yes, but you can just uh, maybe you can pass the recording. Uh, okay, uh, I move on to the next segment as it's still recording. Uh, so Suresh, I'm just bringing your notice that we usually uh, reward people who ask the best questions and we also have a random winner for all the participants who come and participate in our live AMA. So first I will announce the today's best questions winner. So today's best question was shooted by Gokul. Uh, congratulations, Gokul. Thank you, Sonia. Thank you very much. Okay, uh, so I hope today was a very informative session for you. Yeah, of course. Actually, it was a nice information he provided. He said in 10 to 15 years, all the banking sectors will become completely digital. Yes. So the job opportunities for computer engineers would uh, drastically increase. Yes, true. Uh, yeah. Thank you for that interesting question, Gokul, and congratulations on the win. Thank you, Sonia. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so the second winner for uh, today would be uh, Priya Dasha for shooting out her interesting question. Uh, con uh, congratulating Priya Dasha on behalf of Feature Prana. Unfortunately, she was not able to join us today. Uh, so moving on to the random winner. I hope the wheel is ready for the random winner. Yes. Okay. So. Is it visible? Uh, yes, it is visible, Coco. So let's spin the okay. wheel to know the random winner of this week's live AMA. Okay, so this week's winner uh, of uh, a random winner for live AMA is Akshara. Congratulations, Akshara, on your win. Hello, Akshara, can you unmute and speak to us? Uh, thank you. Uh, hi, uh, and congratulations on the win. Thank you. Is this your first session? Yes. Okay, so, so you're new to Feature Planner, is it? Nice. Don't, don't be scared to talk. Uh, so, how, how, uh, so how is your experience so far with Feature Planner? Is it going good or great or fabulous? I'll give you fabulous. options, you can choose. <laughs> fabulous, okay, interesting. Uh, thank you so much for uh, speaking to us, Akshara. And thank you for, so much for joining us today. Thank you.
Okay, you're welcome. Okay, I believe we have come to the end of the session. Uh, it was very interesting and a very informative session for me, and I hope it was for everybody. Uh, thank you for shooting out your interesting question and making the session very interactive and lively. Uh, hope to see you in next week's live AMA. Until then, stay tuned with Featurepreneur and all our events. Thank you so much for joining us today, and congratulations to all the winners. Thank you, guys.